Welcome everybody to the Wrestling Podcast. We will sell you the whole thing, but you're only going to need the edge. This is the Wrestling Wars Podcast, kicking off 2016. I got two of my most esteemed co-contributors in the house because, holy shit, there's a lot of stuff to cover. A lot of insane things happened this week. It was basically a moment I almost called, convened an emergency meeting on Monday night, just, just screaming, pack your shit, pack your shit. We need to post up flyers. We need to do something. I don't know where we were going packing up our shit, but it was that fucking crazy. Um, so much to cover. So much to do. Uh, I do want to call call attention to the fact that somehow, some way, I don't know what happened last week, but the end of the year special um, fucking obliterated our former download record. Um, we did... At this point, nearly 3,500 downloads for one episode, the end of year episode, which even broke the record set when I had a porn star on this show. I don't know what that says about the listeners, but it was pretty fucking impressive. Now watch, we're going to go right back to 63 to 63 listeners this week like they, they listen to the porn star episode and then and then a week later they're like expecting her to be back and it was just like us and so <laughs> it was just three thirty five hundred disappointed people like fuck this uh so yeah i expect to be back under 100 this week um kb sir shocky hello welcome to the fucking show um, I want to thank you. We got we got you guys. You guys are big draws, apparently, because the other record-setting episode before that was the Survivor Series one. Mm. So, whenever I got combinations, of, it, it must be you guys. Whenever I have combinations of guests on the show, it always slays. If it's just little old me, people don't give a fuck. Um, thank you for joining, man. Uh, it feels like we got to go back a couple of fucking years to talk about Raw. Yeah. Um, the main thing that I wanted to cover with you guys is, holy shit, man, the Royal Rumble. Like, this is going to be, this is insane. And there's so many different directions I thought of that they could go with it. You know, at first, and we'll cover why this can't happen anymore in just a little bit, but at first I was like, you know, maybe they'll have, it'll be old school and all the baby faces will gang up together and fight for what's right and try to protect Roman Reigns to the end so the best man can win. Or, um... You know, maybe that'll happen intermittently, or maybe it'll just be Cena, and it'll come down to Cena and Reigns, and they'll do the double flip out of the ring like Bret Hart and Lex Luger did a few, you know, back in '94. Um, there were so many different ways I could think of this going, and I'm just, I'm just, it's the first time in a really long time that I felt like I need to watch this pay per view. I need to see how this works and what they do with this. Um, and on the other hand, someone could bring up the fact that it's kind of funny that they've run so low on options that literally Roman Reigns versus the whole roster is what they're going with for their title <laughs> match. So what do you got? What did you guys, what was your take on this, this whole deal and this main event that's coming up? Uh, my jaw dropped um, because this is, like you said, this is the first time where it seems important because uh, you're... I mean, unless somebody comes out after the match is over, you're pretty much guaranteed a new champion. I real just the idea of putting Reigns over the whole roster as much as Vince I think would love to. I, I they're not going to do that. I I just can't imagine it. 
I can um, see a pretty like awesome like fuck job finish when you're, where you know it just keeps escalating. Like new monsters get sent out. Like mm-hmm. you know it'll start off uh, Reigns and Big Show, right? Yeah, and it'll go the Wyatts at number ten, and then fucking Lesnar will come out at number twenty five, and then somehow he'll start his feud by somebody eliminating him and fucking him over, mm-hmm. fucking him out of the belt. That's how his WrestleMania feud will start, and then fucking. Roman Reigns will get all the way through it, and then Vince will come out and be like, oh, by the way, this year, the Royal Rumble is 31 people, and then yeah. fucking Triple H will come back and yeah, win that's, the fucking that, belt. That, that's what everybody seems to think will happen, and I can't really... That's hard to argue against. Absolutely. Shocking. Um, what do you think? Uh, yeah, um, I almost expect a bounty to be put on Reigns at some point, too. I mean, if, if we're going to the, the, the craziness of, of how, uh, how this Rumble seems like it's going to go... That Vince is going to put a bounty on someone to eliminate Reigns, but that could be overbooking. But yeah. you know, going into Mania, you definitely, you know, it, it's the it's the WWE formula. You put the belt on a heel, so you have the big baby face triumphant moment at Mania. Yeah. So you got to get the belt off Reigns if that's the plan. Yeah. But I mean, last year you had the surprise was Rollins. But, you know, the, the shock kind of overtook the, the babyface pop, you know, for, for Reigns triumphing. Um, yeah, I mean, it's cool. Uh, you know, like you said, it's literally now we have Reigns versus the world. <laughs> um, and, I, I, you know, I, I think that the fuck job's going to happen. And, and I, I see Triple H likely walking out with the title. Yeah, I mean, it's got it's got to be a safe way to put it on him. Come, him coming out at thirty or in some kind of screw job, like you were saying, coming out after the rumble and oh, uh, impromptu. You had more of KB. Yeah, um, the 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 one that, the one thing that I'm wondering is, have they said they haven't said where what number Reigns is coming in yet? Have they? They have not. Um, so I mean, not it, that uh, something, not that this would stop them uh, before, but to me, it doesn't make any sense to do anything other than. Number two, you would think so, but I see. I'd rather have it be because I mean they'll say every single person always says that they're going to go through twenty nine men, and then they'll enter like twenty sixth. Well, didn't Big Show already said he was coming in number one, right? Uh, I think they said that that was just he was the first person entering. They didn't. I I, I don't think they. I think they kind of backtrack on that a little bit. Yeah, because yeah, he did say that, and then they um, they must have corrected it later. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I I can definitely see him coming in number one. Yeah, I, I. in theory, that's what you'll do, but I'd rather. I, I like. I, I'm not a fan of the formula where you have one guy there the whole time. I'd much rather them do. Um, I would much rather them do like the old classic formula of you have a good mid card beginning, and then a monster comes in at like nine, until you get a big star to come in to counter him at like fifteen. Well, I think that's going to gonna be kind of the way, but it's going to. Like I said, the story that they can build with it, it's going to be Reigns the whole time, but other stuff is going to flow around him, and other people are going to team up with him, and other people are going to try and gang up on him. Like, this could be the opportunity. A bunch of ways they could go with this. This could be the opportunity to be one of the greatest Royal Rumbles ever, from a storytelling aspect. Yeah, it could be, really could be fucking incredible. Yeah, but the problem is, last year could have been as well, and... Well. Not so much. Try to Men in Black erase that from our memory. What else you got, Shockey? I, I, I tend to think with KB on this one. I don't want want it to be a rain centric rumble. I, I would kinda like the rumble to be organic 
And instead of it being like, well, clearly if Reigns is in at number one, you know he's going to be in there at the end, mm-hmm. unless okay. something crazy yeah. happens, and you know, and it really takes the uh, the suspense out of the Rumble. But well, Reigns... not. I mean, okay, no, if something okay. crazy does happen and he gets eliminated, then it would be a lot of fucking suspense. Yeah, like what yeah. are they going to do? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah but... I, I, on the outside looking in, you're really. I mean, with the way the story is building up, you know, without some kind of monumental screw. It would be almost akin to Brian getting eliminated in the middle of the Rumble last year, where it would be very anticlimactic if Reigns goes in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want... I just... The, the, my problem is they want Reigns to be built up to get screwed over in the end, which, okay, cool, that sets up a good story for Mania, but if you have Reigns sitting... Or if you have Reigns just Superman punching and spearing people for an hour straight, people are going to get sick of him in a hurry. Well, that's why, that's why I say, you know, I don't think, I don't think it's going to go that way. I think right. it's going to be, people are going to be helping him. People are going to trying to be fucking him over. Mm-hmm. People are going to flip side. You could fucking get heel turns out of this. Like, you know, yeah. people could start off on Reigns' side and then turn on him and try to eliminate him so they can win the yeah. Like, there's so much. You could do a baby face turn through it and fucking, like, there's so much shit that could happen that you could use yeah. this for. I'd just much rather have him come out in the middle somewhere and just let the rumble build up to that. I mean, I understand what you guys are saying, but what, and once again, this hasn't stopped them, but in the past, but what, mm-hmm. where would the logic lie in that? Like, the whole point of it was to put Raymond Reigns against everybody. So yeah, but I mean, Vince say, oh, guess what? You're number one, you're number one on the roster, you're number one in our hearts, so you get to be number one to come in the Rumble. Well, that would make sense for them to do that, and they probably will. I'd just rather they went uh, with a more traditional approach, because they've done that start from the beginning, and you have to survive multiple times before and it's just kind of i'm kind of tired of seeing that story um what do you guys i made this parallel earlier this weekend um i want to ask on you probably between the two of you i mean you're the most knowledgeable fans that i know um did austin even austin face anything like this it's the whole rest of the roster it's the whole royal rumble for his belt no i mean the uh the closest would have been 99 but he's out of i watched that that rumble yesterday he's out of that match for a good 40 minutes yeah that's not so, going to be a possibility for reigns right i mean russo's not around anymore so we don't have to screw with the the common logic of the, of the match anymore um closest i mean austin came in in 98 there was an army waiting on him when he came in and he snuck through the crowd yeah. uh to that 2001 he was he was late in the match so no not for i mean the closest thing would be flair and but he wasn't really fighting well, he technically was fighting for the title. That'd be the closest thing to it. Yeah, and, I mean, but it wasn't. He wasn't defending the title. No, no. Yeah. There's never been. There's never been. I mean, I don't know how many times the champion has ever even been in the rumble, except for the very first couple the, of them. Yeah, the first ones where Hogan was winning them. But I'm not even. I'm not even talking about just the rumble. Just pure. Just sheer odds to overcome. Like, oh, man, has anybody um, had to defend the title in a, in a situation like this? Not what was. What was the gauntlet match that? Austin had to go through before or was it WrestleMania 15 like where Vince beat him but I don't know if anything was even on the line I thought that was like a raw like a Saturday night raw in Toronto okay that was yeah, that, really stacked but I remember the match you're talking about uh that might have been just for the rumble title shot because they changed that like five times or might have been for number 30 in the rumble because they I remember they yeah, changed isn't that, that how they split them off to where Vince got number 30 and and Austin got number one yeah, and then Sean yeah. was commissioner at the time and changed it. Yeah. Because then China won the corporate rumble to get the <laughs> Still the best, the best <laughs> Royal Rumble elimination ever. 
when Vince got flipped over the rope and whacked on the bottom rope and like slingshotted in between. <laughs> it was awesome. Look it up on the on the uh, the factions DVD. It's on the network. It's the DX match that's on there. It's DX versus the corporation in a, in a Royal Rumble thing, and yeah. Vince gets fucking destroyed on accident. It's funny as shit. He has a bad time in, in He has a Royals. bad time with, with Royal Rumble accidents. Tough. Um, so, yeah, I think we're all pretty fucking psyched for it, ready to go. Um, our other show this week, which will go into a little bit of wah, wah, wah territory here. Mm. Um, SmackDown. There was a lot of optimism that it was going to become uh, something refreshed, something new. Um, something exciting, and it was besides Mauro Ronello's uh, debut. <clears throat> it was pretty much the same old, same old. I was really kind of, I was really kind of surprised that, um, you know, they had all four four champions wrestling on the show, and no titles changed hands, and yeah, just another episode of SmackDown. Uh, really Ronello did a really good job. I really enjoyed it, him, but. I still I may not go out of my way to watch next week, just even next week. Yeah, that was just. Yeah, a... I wasn't. Oh. Go ahead, Chucky. Go ahead, KB. Sorry. Uh, NorCal, pick one. Go ahead, Chucky. Me and you are the SmackDown guys for a long time. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed the commentary, but uh, it, it just felt like the same old. The, the cannon pops just drive me I was obnoxious. so much that they were going to be gone for going to USA and they were still fucking there. How? Yeah, and it what? just nothing important. The WWE is supposed to be like a professional fucking like TV corporation. How the fuck are, is somebody not quality checking when the New Day comes out and the crowd is going bananas ape shit and... They are fucking piping in a giant boo fucking track. Like, the crowd's booing, but you can fucking blatantly see that the crowd is cheering for them and clapping. Yeah, and it's it's just what the doing? WWE trying to, manu- trying to manufacture the response that they want. You know, we're this is the story we want to tell instead of letting it breathe organically. And the crowd tells you what they want. And, and that, it's just a problem of WWE ta- TV tapings, and it's been like that for years. Yeah. But it it's just so overproduced, you know. Post and post production, it's just not enjoyable. Yeah. See, I I I don't really notice those things nearly as much as you guys do. Um, I mean, I notice them occasionally, but for the most part, I just I really don't care. I, I think I'm. I think that's what they think most fans are like, where they either don't notice or they don't. They just don't really care that they're there. Well, if they don't notice or they don't care, then why the fuck put it in there? Because WWE thinks way too Shit. much about this stuff. Anyways, KB, you didn't think, uh, were you as equally as uninspired as I was? I thought it was a, I thought it was better than average, but it was still just SmackDown. Um, I mean, there's just nothing on there that made me go, oh, wow, that was great. It was just kind of, well, SmackDown exists still. It's okay. Uh, it fills two hours just fine. That's the pretty much the extent of what I ever think about SmackDown, and it wasn't much different last night. Uh, Ronaldo was fine. Um, he's not going to make me enjoy or dislike the show anymore, one way or another. Well, I thought I thought he was he was close to excellent, but mm. you're right; it's not going to make me 
think any differently of SmackDown. And uh, yeah. another thing is, I, I, was I the only one noticed that Byron Saxton was just, like, getting fucking steamrolled? Like, may as well have not even have been there. Just, yeah, number one, much. they need to go to the fucking two-man booth. Like, did anybody notice that? Else notice that? Number two, um, why is, when the fuck did Byron Saxton become, like, the star of the WWE? He's on every major show now. He's on Raw, SmackDown, and fucking NXT. What? What the fuck is going on? Well, they, they've talked about move, they've talked about going to a two man booth on NXT starting this coming week. But who will it be? Probably Brandon Saxon. Uh, not not Saxon. It's going to be uh, oh, Brennan and fucking Graves. No, actually, they're getting rid of Brennan. It's um, the guy, uh, Tom Phillips. Oh, the guy who was on SmackDown. Yeah, eh, he's fine. They're all kind of they're, they're all, all, all kind of guys like that are kind of fucking. They're interchangeable. interchangeable so. um, Shocky, what do you think? Yeah, it, the the two hour show needs two commentators. A three hour show, I can see where you would need the three commentating team every once in a while. But yeah, Saxton, I'm kind of with you. He really got thrown into the, the the hot seat right after Mania this year, yeah. and the WWE seems hell bent on pushing him. You know, at, as the new do? voice. What did he? Do? Uh, who knows what Michael Cole's? You guys, you gotta think Michael Cole's been doing this around twenty years now. Who knows what True. his plans are? He he might be contemplating stepping back. Speaking of Cole, uh, I read online that um, Ronaldo was supposed to be doing the pay per views too, really? the three man booth. Oh, how much of a cluster fuck is oh, that? Oh man, be? think. I mean, who's it gonna? Is it gonna be? Cole, Ronaldo, and JBL? Like, that know. just That's... has fucking train wreck written all over it. Yeah. Just because uh, it's clear Ronaldo kind of needs to be, you know, the lead guy, and whoever's with him can chime in with some some healing it up or whatever. I feel like Ronaldo and um, Corey Graves would be awesome. <laughs> they could be. I feel like that would be really fun. Um, yeah, what do you guys think of that? Yeah, I don't know. With all three. You, you get back to that. It's just kind of that awkward mid-90s Vince McMahon, Jim Ross, Jerry Lawler team. You know, it, it worked yeah. for a little bit, but two, two play-by-play guys, eh, I, I, I'm not, not a big fan of that. I, you know, and Cole's, Cole clearly can go heel, but do we really want another no. Cole heel? You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's been done before. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think it's just, just too much myself. <laughs> Yeah, my problem with Cole going heel is they push it just way too hard. Yeah, yeah, they do. Because as usual, WWE doesn't get the concept of less is more. They've never understood that that mentality. Bang you over the head with it till you like it. Oh yeah. Um, well, apparently, from what I'm seeing, it's going to take a lot more of banging us over the head with SmackDown to like it because I don't think any of yeah. us uh, really seem very pumped. So, which? Let's do a, a fucking show of hands. Which? Um, I'll be the deciding vote. What fucking crazy-ass news story that's going to blow up the world? Which one of them? Which one of the two should we cover first? Okay, um, you're, you're chronological. Okay. <laughs> we well, <can> that. <laughs> uh, define chronological, because Cena wasn't on Raw, and that w- that w- raised a big red flag. That is true. That Possibly, is true. yes. All right, so, Chucky, you vote for the big four? Katie. I would say... I'd say that, but I'm good on the big four. Okay, I was gonna vote for the big four too. Holy right. fucking shit! You've been hearing it here. This might have been the show where you heard it first. Who knows? I don't know what other shows you guys out there listen to. As we have been talking about, 
right here on the Wrestling Wars Podcast. Shinsuke Nakamura has given his notice to the WWE. We'll cover this one first, and then we'll do the other three. Um, and there is a fairly large offer on the table from what I understand, and I also understand that they are trying to use him as the face of the WWE Network in the Far East since it just launched in Japan yesterday and will be launching in China soon. Um, holy shit. We could chant a holy... We could start... We should start a holy shit chant right here on the show. Because, holy shit. I mean, it was something we've been talking about that was in the in the rumors and in the works that WWE had interest and Nakamura had interest and um, this was going to happen. Um, from Now, there's been some, some back and forth out there. First, reports came out, they were signed. Done deal. Then reports came out that was retracting it, but the reports were contradicting themselves within the same fucking report. And now, by the end of the week, we got people who are industry insiders saying, well, they may not be exactly signed, but it's all but a done deal. Quote, unquote. Um, a lot of stuff has gone on about this this week. Uh, WWE.com acknowledged it. Um... Triple H has been working on it personally. Just, it's it's fucking insane. Fucking insane. Um, included in this group are also uh, Gallows and Machine Gun Anderson of the what was our tag team called? KB. Uh, What's our tag team called? Uh, Bullet Club. Whatever. Yeah. Something yeah. Like I don't that. know what their just their names are, but the fucking Bullet Club and. Another thing that I just am not sure I would ever say, the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. When I posted it on Facebook, I said, this is impossible, but it's happening. AJ fucking Styles is also involved in this, as are the Bullet Club that they have given their notices to New Japan and have or are imminently going to sign a deal with WWE. Holy yeah, shit. Just, where, where do you start? Um I think the thing with me is, um, I, see, I think that when they knew that Styles or Styles, that when they knew that Cena was injured, that that's why they made the that they made the bigger offers to these guys. I think that they're. It, it just seems like because they obviously knew that Cena was hurt at some point around. Prob- I'm assuming late weekend, something like yeah. that. Um, that they knew there was something up. So I think that they signed these guys as the immediate fallback option in case Cena was going to be out for a significant amount of time. Uh, well, thing is, well, maybe for Styles and for Bullet Club, yeah. um, I saw that uh, Nakamura reached out to WWE as late as last year and said, okay. hey, if I, w- I really like America, um, I would like to come maybe participate if you guys would have me. Cool, cool. Um, and by the time WWE was able to get back to him, uh, he had already had to re-up with NJPW. It was not the case this year, as they had already been in contact. WWE knew that they were going to launch the network in Japan and in China. They went for it. Um, but yeah, what do you what do you think, Chucky? Yeah, I mean Nakamura, especially with with the uh, the vacuum with the Rollins, Cena, Orton, Bryan. The names go on and on and on. I think Nakamura would be good for the network, but, man, you almost need need him on the main roster. But can he make that jump to 
the the, uh, the smarky crowd is going to love them in NXT. We we all know that. Yeah, we're we're going to eat them up. But there is such a you know huge big difference between main roster audience and regular audience these big four coming in it is huge it's a it's a huge deal to us but man i i I just dread styles debuting and the crickets you know or you know they gotta pick the right city and the right audience to debut aj styles in because that is the last big fish yeah it really is that's what's what's so insane about it like there's literally nothing, the no last else. one. I mean, Sting yeah. came now. AJ Styles. It's it's yeah. the last there's, one. He's the last big one. You will not have anything like this anymore. And, yeah, and with, never a with long the, time. Yeah, and with the vacancy, you know, the the power vacancy now, the big vacuum of star power. AJ Styles can get thrust into a big match, and he deserves it. That man's gonna work. He's gonna put on a hell of a match with whoever he goes. Think about how fucking yeah. awesome that is! AJ Styles, in all likelihood, is going to be on that stage with one hundred ten thousand fucking people at WrestleMania. Yeah. That is so fucking cool and so like and so, I'm so happy. In a big match. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you, the the logic thing would be having debut in Orlando at the Rumble, where I mean, yeah, they're probably at, gonna know who he is. Yeah, just a hunch. Yeah. Um, it, well, anybody at the Rumble is going to get a good reaction no matter what city it's in because it's the Rumble. It's the Rumble and surprises and yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the obvious idea would seem to be that you pair them up with Balor as the full-on Bullet Club. But, I mean, uh, apparently WWE bought up the Bullet Club trademark. The IP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. Did that? Yeah. Did you see that somewhere confirmed? I had just heard. like Yeah, I, I think I saw it, I saw it somewhere it. yesterday. Well, uh, I mean, if nothing I else, mean, they had. If nothing else, uh, did you see on uh, Balor's Instagram? Oh, of course about, I did. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, hilarious. Yeah. I mean, uh, that to me says. I mean, if they really did buy the IP for that, to where they can use that trademark, it's that's the reason they're bringing those guys here. I don't yeah. know why. I don't think you need to. Balor is super over and sells great merch. Um, it's called the Balor Club. I don't know why you would bring in those guys to be the Bullet Club, but uh, I mean. Uh, maybe Triple H sees a little, sees a little bit of, of hot faction, a little bit of NWO in them. Maybe, maybe that's it. Shocky, what do you think? You think? Um, what, would you prefer Bullet Club? What do you think of that whole that whole scenario right there? Oh man, I, I'd be. I mean, as much as you and I and all three of us love Balor, I still think AJ Styles is the bigger star, and I, I don't like the idea of calling them the Balor Club myself. Um, well, do you but, think AJ yeah, Styles just, will be? I think if they were going to do something, they'd bring AJ Styles by himself and then put Anderson and Gallows with Finn Balor and be the Bullet Club. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that could work. Um, it just depends on what, what their plan is. And it, are, are we starting to see a culture shift within the WWE where they hit rock bottom with Raw and now they're going to start catering towards the wrestling audience again? And, and it's what. I, I'm just curious to see what direction we're going with the big four here. Yeah, that be, are they going to be NXT or are they going to WWE? Yeah, uh, the, that's and I think that's where we're we're at right now. Because the problem with NXT is it's getting overcrowded. You know, there's you can only have so many top A list guys down there for so long. You know, until you at some point they're. At some point, you have to like move some of them up, 
Well, not if you're planning on expanding. Hey, there, I mean, I don't know if this is going to be every month, but for January, February, and March, and April, I'm guessing, um, they're touring each month. They have a tour each month now. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, BT Dub, I got third row stage seats for the NXT house show in Philly in February. Hell yeah. yes. Um, I'm taking in takeover, so. Yeah, fucking A. Um, the Mania tickets came today, so. So I'm not. I'm not so sure that they would be overcrowded if they sent them down there for at least a little while. Mm. Um, or you just got to think of how they're going to configure it. I mean. I've always been of the, the the idea that I think they could use Styles and Nakamura down there and then move up the young guys who are ready to come up. You know what I mean? Yeah. But because if you're going to be touring, if you're trying to make this a profitable a profitable brand, which is what they said their their plan for NXT is this year, um, you need some some real stars at the very very yeah, tippy top true. of the card, and then the rest of it can be the developmental guys. So. Yeah. The problem with that is, though, some of these guys are getting some age on them. So you can't yeah, leave yeah, them yeah. I mean, Styles will be 39 this year. Yeah. Uh, Nakamura is 36 in February. Um, I mean, it's not impossible that they could stick around for a little while, but, I mean, the youngest, I believe, is Gallows, and he's 32. So he's yeah, not, a, I mean, he's like right around that prime age, but he's hardly young. Yeah. Um, and then Anderson. Bauer and. Go. And Balor and Joe are both in their mid to upper thirties too. I mean, yeah, yeah, they've got some age on them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can only leave them down there for so long before it's like, well, well. See, that's the thing is, I'm as I'm, you know, I grow more and more confident all the time that their goal with all this is to make this a situation where you're not saying leave them down there. You right. know what I mean? It's just a, it's the WWE's uh, chocolate instead of vanilla. You know what I'm saying? Mm, I think yeah. that's that's the goal here, um, and that's what they're going to be pretty fucking close to if they send Nakamura, AJ Styles, and and God, I mean, they could tack tour dates on. They they sell out in under a minute, anyways. Yeah. Now, now you think that they got they got Nakamura, and that's the only place to see him, and it's, it appeals to the crowd that fucking wants to see him. I mean, I've bought I bought NJPW versus Ring of Honor tickets just for him in Okada, like that's something that they could do and, and really yeah. make it happen. But yeah. um, at, at some point, Zane and Atami are going to be coming back. So. Yeah. Well, Zane's already back. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, and then with allegedly people like Aries showing up down there too, though, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm kind of, at this point, I'm kind of like, okay, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it with him. Cause we haven't really heard anything of that since that one time that he showed yeah, that's up. True. That's true. That's true. And he, and, so I mean, and then Storm has gone back to TNA, which honestly really doesn't surprise me that much. Well, I couldn't blame him. Did you see the the two offers? Yeah, I mean TNA offered him double and a half what yeah. WWE did. So fuck it, yeah. you got to well, do what I you got to do. He well, only that, got he, and I mean he had his moment. You know, he yeah. had his moment to come out in front of a WWE crowd at a WWE yep. event, get yep. a fat fucking pop, win a couple of matches. Okay, cool. Yeah. Now you only got so many years of earning left in you. Go ahead and go make yeah. your money, man. I'm not mad at him. No, no, no. I mean, and also, there comes a point where something people forget is Storm was really just a guy with a lot of potential in TNA. He only held the title for, what, two weeks? Yeah. And was really just there to, to transition Rude to a heel champion. Storm was, I mean, uh, after that, he's been just a mid-card guy for years now. 
So it really kind of didn't surprise me when he went back to TNA. I mean, he only had a certain level that I think he could reach in NXT. But like you said, he with the money situation, how do you turn down double and a half the money for probably yeah. a lighter for probably a much lighter schedule? Yeah, too? absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, there it, it's amazing how many options they have right now, and just you wonder versus them trying to make NXT prop. Uh, profitable versus the holes the obvious holes that they have right now mm-hmm. yeah. on uh the main roster and yeah. there's enough time i mean the guys they'll still be super hot if they come in at the oh, rumble yeah. or right after the rumble they're oh, still yeah. gonna be super hot going into mania you know yeah, if and, they do and, the, if they treat them right and not even that there's also uh the night after mania that'll have some that uh, that's bound to have some debuts yeah, that's true that's true you know, i mean you've got it's, i mean you got the rumble you got Potentially takeover. You got uh, Mania itself, and then the night after Mania. Yeah, yeah, that's four shows that you could debut people on, and they've got the roster to debut that many people. What do you think, Shocky? Bouncing uh, the holes in the roster right now versus making NXT everything it could be. Oh, uh, it, it's a tough decision because you we, you just you don't know. You've got to do something crazy for Mania. Yeah, you know your your big uh, your big ace in the hole. It's gone, you know your your John yeah. Cena yeah. match, it, and you've got you've got to do something to fill that arena because we were saying it the last time seventy thousand seats is going to look like shit in that arena. Yeah, <laughs> you got to get close to a hundred thousand. You got to you got to figure it out. Well, Ticketmaster is virtually been sold that? out for months. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, well, they're I, probably releasing this, um, allotments at one, at a time. You know what I mean? Well, they're probably well, sold I mean, out of the current allotment, but they're not. Yeah. They may not be sold all the way well, out. Well, I mean, I um, when I was trying to get tickets, see the thing the thing that's going to be confusing is so many of them are bought just in mass on StubHub. Yeah. So, because I mean, I like there was one guy when I was I had to get tickets through StubHub. Um, it was like this guy got my NXT tickets too. StubHub's yeah. a shit. <laughs> But it was like this guy said he's got like forty five tickets together. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've, and I've so, seen that same thing. That's what, yeah. Uh, so I mean, my takeover thing, tickets for Brooklyn were it was the whole row was available. So yeah. So the thing is though, what WWE can because WWE already has the money for those seats. Yeah, yeah. So uh, while you'll have people who will freak out because and their names are Dave Meltzer and company about how no they don't really have that many people there, they're going to claim that they have a hundred and whatever thousand there because. They got paid for that many seats. Yeah. So, and I mean, when you get that high up with a stadium that big, you're there are going to be a lot of big. You can have a lot of big empty pockets here and there, and people just aren't going to notice because it's so huge. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if you look if you look back at Mania Eight in the opening match at the RCA Dome in Indianapolis, there are huge sections in the upper deck that are empty. But you only notice it in certain camera angles. If with now with W, with, for one thing, with less light up there, you could hide that easily. Yeah, I don't think they'll need. To. I don't think they'll need to. I, I really don't. If they, I mean, if they have eighty thousand people there, you're really not going to notice that many big spots up in the top, like the upper upper part of that stadium. I mean, it'll get out though. It'll be there. I mean, obviously it'll get out because the whole oh, thing. Sure. They're going to want to. I mean. That's that's the big announcement they want to make. They want to make oh, yeah. the announcement of a hundred. Th- they, they're going to announce the, the attendance on, on during yeah. the show. Yeah, oh, they can't say something other than a hundred thousand. You know, it's right. not. 
Oh, so, WWE, WWE will buy the tickets themselves so they can say that many were sold. Yeah, fucking comp them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, just, I, I don't think... I don't care how many people they actually have there. It's a lot. We'll yeah, go with that. It's going to be an ass ton. It's, it's insane. Insane and yeah. super fucking cool. Yeah. Um, um, Chalky kind of gave away our next seg. In case um, you haven't heard. That, what's that? In case you haven't heard. Yeah. Uh... Johnny Cena is on the shelf again. Hey, so question: um, Are they gonna maybe fucking use this this time? That since the two times he's been put into contact with Alberto Del Rio, he fucking left for extensive amounts of times directly afterwards. I think no. they might see fit to uh, mention that this time around. No. no. Nope. 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 <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, given that given that Kalisto beat Del Rio clean on on SmackDown, moving on already. Uh, yeah. So, big deal, right, guys? Well, um, this is the... I saw this yesterday or the other day or something. Every person who left Mania 31 as a champion is currently injured. Yeah, I saw that, too. Every single person. Including the tag team champions, both of them. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and just, there's a good chance that none of them are going to be at Mania. There's Uh, a real good chance of that. uh, I mean, it's... Well, okay, except for Daniel Bryan. Who has yeah. just been waiting around to get cleared? Um, but, I mean, Nikki the rest of them, the rest of them will not be there for sure. I mean, unless um, Nikki Bella shows up. Oh man, one can only fucking hope. Yeah. Maybe she's a surprise entrant in the Rumble and eliminates twenty nine people and wins the belt. <laughs> fucking awesome. Um, and then argues free about it. Yeah. Um, it's holy shit, right, Chucky? Yeah, this is a big holy shit. Um, it, it, whether Cena was going to get Reigns or Cena was going to get Taker. There's a big match gone. There's a big 30-minute block that needs to be filled of a guy that just goes out every year and he's guaranteed to bust ass on that show. There is a... Yeah, that's... This is where I say you have a hard time filling that stadium because that big... That's your guy. Yeah. And he's yeah. gone. And, yeah. um, man, I mean, it, it just changes the whole landscape of the show. KB, yeah, think? The, the the only good thing as far as the ticket sales go is most of the tickets that have been sold are already sold. That is true. That is true. Uh, I mean, and I know the, the 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 line is, well, he's seen it. He'll be back. It's less than three months, and he'd have to cut the minimum recovery time in half. Yeah, it's not a rotator cuff. Isn't isn't? You can't yeah. do that. That's I, mean, um, I know. I know. Cena's Cena's made of tougher stuff than we are, but. That's pushing it. Hey, speak for yourself, motherfucker. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't. Um, yeah, torn road carry cuff just because of the nature of the of the surgery and the injury. It's it's yeah. not something that's that's uh that's feasible. I don't think. Um, He's more likely to be back for like Money in the Bank or yeah, something like something that. such yeah. SummerSlam. So yeah. um, creates a lot of room, uh, a lot of options, a lot of just. You know who who are they going to move up? What are they going to do? How are they going to fill it? Well, again, um, I I still think that's why I think that the the signing of Styles has something to do with it. I mean, obviously Styles is not going to replace Cena, man for man, because there's no one on the planet that's going to. Yeah. Um, but I think he's part of the package that they're the going to package that they're going to try and yeah, because yeah. as I think it was Shocky said earlier, AJ is the guy who deserves that big spot on the mania stage because he's going to work that hard. And that's just how Cena would be described. Someone who's going to go out there and work as hard as he can and deserves this spot. And, and, um, 
I mean, I don't know. Like I said, there's no one man or even probably two that are going to be able to replace Cena unless they can somehow get Rock to have a match. Which well, I, don't... I think I think everybody uh, is under the impression that he is having a match. Yeah, I just I think the original plan was probably Rock versus Triple H. Yeah, and then Reigns versus either Cena or Lesnar again or something like that. Um, yeah, now I don't know. Yeah, see, because I, I... who 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 should the Undertaker wrestle now? Kevin okay. Owens. Yep. Damn yeah. right. Yeah. Well, I mean, we okay, we can eliminate Triple H and Lesnar because I don't think anyone wants to see either of those matches ever again. Just period. Yeah, and I think Kevin Owens is yeah, he he's just sitting right there as a yeah. guy that can break through. Yeah. Um, an Owens Undertaker match would be phenomenal. Uh, and yeah. pardon the bad pun, but yeah. uh, shades shades of I think of the Punk Undertaker build where. That would you know, Owens sense. would just be a disrespectful shit to the Undertaker. Yeah, I mean, it kind of takes away what I, w- I would hope a Zayn Owens match or or Owens Lesnar match, but uh, Owens Taker. I mean, hell, let me how how happy would you be for Kevin Owens to get put into that match? Fuck oh, against the Undertaker in front of a hundred thousand people. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. When a, when a so, year ago he was down in NXT. So if they go Owens Taker, what does Lesnar do now? Oh. <laughs> That see, that's where it gets confusing. Uh, unless they do like a three way, which I really hope they don't. Um, yeah, the only thing logical with Lesnar is Reigns, I guess. I mean, but does yeah, anybody want? Well, I would love to see it, but at the same time, you're not. You want Reigns to be your big baby face, yeah, and that's he not will not happen. be against your. If we're being serious, your number one baby face besides Bailey. Yeah. Uh, Brock Lesnar is the number one baby face of the fucking territory. So, yeah, and there's I, really no way to turn him heel because no, no, well, I, I, they're going to cheer him because he's because he's Brock Lesnar and more awesome than anyone else. Yeah, and I still think there's a big money match in Daniel Bryan Brock Lesnar somewhere, but I don't think it, Bryan will not get thrown to Lesnar now. No, <laughs> no, so. I, I think we can kind of forget Bryan. For a long, because the problem is, if his doctor said, if if WWE has said no, you're not good, and Brian, they let Brian come back anyway, and their doctor Something said happens. he wasn't good. Yeah, can yeah. you you can Brian will own the company. Yeah, and so I just and I can more than understand not wanting to to put him out there and risk that kind of some kind of tragedy out there, or just him not being able to remember his name two years from now. That that raises another question: Is this going to put enough pressure on them now to let to turn Daniel Bryan loose? Because that's another major star. That's a major guy that they can plug yeah. in somewhere here. I think Bryan. I think he'll be. I'd be surprised if he wasn't on the show, not in the ring, but doing something. I mean, fuck! They could have the ultimate, the ultimate smart gasm segment. They could have Brian Bryan versus Nakamura. They could have Bryan versus AJ Styles. Oh. Oh, Jeez. <laughs> yeah, you're you're you talk about a match of the night right there, but um WWE the, you, when you look at what the NFL's going through with this concussion stuff, yep. uh, this is a publicly traded company now. They they have got shareholders to answer to. Yeah, they and do. They, they cannot afford to let that guy perform and it sucks. You can't but you can't force it. If their doctors say no. Yeah. You you do not want the name, especially 
we'll say Chris Benoit, but yeah. you know, you cannot have a repeat situation like that. You can't. And the other problem with Brian is Brian has ha- Brian had one of the greatest moments in history. You're and what are you going to do to cut to what what can you validate bringing him back to do other than just having more good matches? He's not going to be able to ever top yeah what he did at Mania 30. Just period. Nobody's going to top that for a long time. Yeah. Um and the other problem for me is his fans ruined so many shows. Yeah, that's that is true. Because the problem it's is the if Daniel Bryan fit throwers. Yeah. If if he's not out there for twenty five minutes at, to start and then on there again for half an hour later, they're not happy. Mm-hmm. And it just—I mean, can you imagine? Because if he's not—if he shows up in any match other than the main event, they're gonna—they're gonna ruin the moment. Yeah. I mean, it was fine last year when he was not in the main event. Yeah, but what happens if he's in a in a match and loses? How ticked off are they going to be? They won't have him come back to lose. I don't think. Yeah, it's. I mean, it. There's. I think there's just too many risks associated oh, with it. I got one. I got one. Okay. What about Lesnar and Wyatt? That's the match that you've heard teased so many times. It would be sort of of a awkward build, I guess. It's kind of weird. Yeah. But yeah. uh, that would be a fucking knock him down, drag him out. I know oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> be oh, a yeah. badass, bust-ass match. Oh, yeah. What do you oh, think, yeah. I don't. I just don't know if those styles mesh so well to, to put on anything. I mean, it, it sounds cool on paper, but I, I Lesnar's just such a monster. Yeah. And, and, the other- and, there's so few choices to uh, to come across as a legit threat to Lesnar. And yeah, even though you can get the outside shenanigans of the Wyatt family and you know the the, the visual of Lesnar destroying the three bodyguard Ooh, monsters, that gives me an idea. But yeah, I, I don't people... know. Wait a minute, wait a minute. The other how many is... people are in the Wyatt family now? That would be four. If they sign these guys, how many people would be in the Bullet Club? That would be about four. Oh, shit. <laughs> what, about, what about that? What about a Bullet Club Wyatt family showdown at WrestleMania? Well, I mean, they got a pop from the crowd just teasing uh, Wyatt's against League of Nations. Yeah, so. yeah. And, and remember remember the magic of the Wyatt's versus the Shield? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Think about if it was the fucking... I mean, I would say the Bullet Club is, is an even more you know, at least as much or even more prominent stable than the Wyatt family is. Probably. The, the Wyatts only... are running roughshod on everybody, and oh, shit, here comes the Bullet Club. The only thing is, can we please get Bray a WrestleMania win? Just one. Well, not if that's the match. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> just, happening. Just one. And you'd have Baylor come, Balor come out in, like, the Venom paint from fucking Spider-Man or whatever. Like, yeah. So they'd all have their black and white on, and then Balor would have the crazy black and white paint on. Because that 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 was the reason that was what I was gonna say about Bray versus Brock. You're not gonna have Brock lose at Mania, probably not. And I really just I well Triple H. Well yeah. Um, other than <laughs> yeah that that did happen. Thanks for reminding me. Um, but other than that, you just don't want to have. I don't want to see Bray lose another big match because at some point I agree. I agree. At some point because Bray's what like 29. At some point it's time to go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you because know, you can only have him lose these big matches so many times. Because I mean, 
everybody thought the exact same thing when they had him kidnap Undertaker. He's going to lose the big match, and he did, because he always loses the big one. And it's especially yeah. harmful for somebody with a character like, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't book a monster. You can't be a monster heel who fucking loses. Like, right. The stuff like that works for guys like Ric Flair, who, who mm-hmm. or works for guys, you know, like the Horsemen, or stuff yeah. like that, where, you know, they talk shit. People who talk shit are not to be taken seriously. They're just assholes, and they lose. Like, okay, fine. But yeah. somebody who's a monster, who's supposed to be scary, fucking, why is Jason so scary? Why is Michael Myers so scary? Because they win. They go over in pretty much every showdown they have. Of course, until the end. But yeah. every other one, they're fucking slaughtering everyone. That's why they're scary. Yeah. They're a threat. Yeah. I'll slaughter you too. And that's what Wyatt should fucking be. But he loses all the time. They I mean, can't he- keep doing it. When he when it was a, we got to the point where we were wondering if the ECW guys were going to beat them. I did doubt it for a few seconds. <laughs> I did too. Yep. Uh, but just it, we, you can't have him lose again in another big match at Mania. It's, I mean, I'm not saying put him down like in the mid card or something, but give him a win over somebody, so we can have something to build off of from that. Yeah, some somewhere something has happened, and we've mentioned it before, where there is a culture of wins don't matter, and they do matter, and, and it's yeah. just like you said, the monster isn't scary because the monster gets beat, mm-hmm. and, and it's just at some point you do have to repackage Wyatt and go with it. They already did. Yeah, well, yeah, like, you know, and stick with it. Damn it. <laughs> Well, no, I'm talking about even since he became Bray Wyatt. Remember, they did the they read they took him off TV and they made the new entrance video with the fucking pregnant lady and all the weird fucking the roaches crawling all over. Yeah. Like yeah. it was Wyatt, but it was Wyatt again and, and fucking again. He's still losing all the time. Yeah, and and the problem is it's because it's matches he doesn't need to lose. I mean, like now that the streak is over, Undertaker never really needs to win another match again. Doesn't really need to. But let's make sure he does, and then with. I mean, every feud, pretty much, Wyatt loses. And why am I supposed to care? Now he's just targeting somebody else. And whatever. It would be fine if he was targeting other people if he was killing them. Like, if yeah. he was beating them. But who cares now? We're to the point where, what is his biggest win? I mean, the Ambrose feud and then, I guess, Ryback? Yeah, that's I mean, other than, sweet. Uh, other than that, that one-off match against Cena... Did he, he he did he beat Jericho in the feud too? No, Jericho beat him at Battlegrounds. So at worst, it oh was, yeah, that's yeah, fifty fifty. Yeah. But I mean that that wins don't matter thing. It it's one thing if WWE like never acknowledged them again, but you'll have JBL and Cole out there every week talking about how well this guy is coming off a loss to this guy, but then he came back and won the rematch, and here's your rubber match, and, and then. That's just the the I, I unfortunately I guess the MMA aspect. Of, I guess yeah. Let, let's slap a three on this and yeah. The problem is though when you have like well, the thing Dolph is Ziggler what they and... could fucking take from MMA is uh fucking hello how do people get over in MMA not by fucking losing all the time yeah how did Bones Jones get over how did fucking Ronda Rousey get over. How did fucking Holly Holm get over? How did all these people get over? They beat everybody. They've been kicking everybody's asses. Yeah. Hello? Fucking Jesus Christ. It's one of the most fucking basic booking fundamentals that there is. Yeah. 
it's how you built up monsters for Hogan for years. And then you'd have him win. You'd have Hogan lose via count out or DQ or something. I was going to save this stat because I didn't want to send both of you guys into a into a spiral of fucking depression. Uh, you know, based on, with such a positive episode with so much cool stuff mm-hmm. happening. But I saw a fucking stat today that made me vomit in sadness. The world champion. The fucking world champion. The one world champion. The United Titles. The one world champion did 12 clean jobs on fucking TV. Oh, God. Jeez. How do you... I don't think we even need to talk about that. Hogan ain't done 12 clean jobs in his fucking career! (laughs) No. No. On TV, the world champion did 12 clean jobs jobs what what do you even say to that put the belt back on lesnar and not have him show up again for a year nine of them were seth rollins that doesn't surprise me the u.s champion i can't remember what the exact number was i think did 10 clean jobs funny enough somehow some way the fucking four of those were seth rollins yeah. Well, he was also the world champion. So I don't even know if that counted for the first number. Probably not. It's Yeah. You know, the, you know, but Hulk Hogan, he was fucking he was doing all the clean jobs on TV when he was world yeah. champion back and in the early 90s. And that that happened, didn't it? I I'm sure all those losses had nothing to do with the ratings just caving. Right around that time, I believe. Just a few months after cuz Rollins lost the the US title what at uh Night of Champions, I believe. I think we all know what Steve Austin would have said about something about a DDT about um, doing all those jobs on TV yeah. as a world champion. Yeah. If we recall a certain uh, Brock Lesnar match that didn't happen. Uh, yeah. Name me a champion. Name me a time. Name me a time when the fuck that's been okay. Where a world champion has done 12 jobs on TV. How many times does the world champion wrestle 12 times on TV? He's supposed to be something special. How the fuck do you expect Roman Reigns to take the torch when he is the only one that would be capable of passing it to someone right now? Mm-hmm. Who does it matter that he beats? Yeah. Nobody. He's the only person in the fucking WWE that would it would matter if you beat him. Yeah. I mean, unless yeah. you count, like, Triple H and Lesnar. How do you take the torch when... When there's nobody to give the to take to take the torch from, you got me. I mean, and the the worst part and is the jury call. <laughs> and the you got me. Is silent. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean the th- I mean the the thing is, look, just a couple of years ago with Ryback, when they built him up, just beating up jobbers, he was beating up nobodies, yep. and he was and the hottest thing in the company. CM Punk was harassing that legend, and then they fucking turned pan the camera, and there was Ryback, and, and that was worked. like holy shit. There's yeah. Ryback. And oh, then, right after that, he lost how many times in a row? Yeah. Because we just had to have Rock win the title at the Rumble, because that's what we're doing. Yeah, that worked out for everybody real great. Yeah. Um, I guess we can move on to something. we got a, a tiny bit of time left. We can move on to something that'll make everybody happy. It's our favorite go-to thing to joke about. 
KB, you asked me and Chalky a question before we went on air. Would you would Uh-oh. you like to ask it again? Uh, I've got a feeling I'm going to regret this, but did you guys watch Impact this week? <laughs> no, and it doesn't seem like most of America did either, because they only did 250,000 fucking viewers. I think, Shockey, our question from the end of year uh, show has been cleared right up. I'm extremely confident that more than 250,000 people per week watch NXT. Probably so. Thusly, yeah. making NXT the true number two brand in America. Yeah. Um, so, as for me, um, I was going to check it out on uh, tape flare, you know, download it from somewhere. I was going to check it out and give them another chance uh, sometime throughout the rest of the week. And then I heard a few things. I heard that the show looks and feels the exact same. I heard, because, you know, nothing says we're on a new network. We're going to fucking fix this and make this make this thing worth watching than doing the exact same fucking thing that got you canceled off of two other fucking networks. Great, great idea. Um, That the misspelled Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. This is a professional company right here. You misspell the name of the town that you're fucking in. Professional usually implies you make money. Let it get on TV. Um, And Matt Hardy was in the main event. Uh No, I think I'm good. I think I am good with that. Yeah. Not uh, my favorite one though. The big moment of the night was uh, <laughs> James Storm returning, <laughs> and uh, they spoiled it. They had his music play early during a beatdown that he was going to run in for the save. Keep in mind, this show was not live, despite the big "live" word "live" in the upper corner. Um, yeah, live-ish, I guess is what they meant. Yeah, and uh, Josh Matthews acknowledged the music playing early. Saying, what was that? Somebody hit the queue early. Just. God. <laughs> same, same old TMA. What, <laughs> uh, what is there to say at this point? Oh, and in one other twist, though, um, <laughs> Awesome Kong is going to be challenging Gail Kim for the Knockouts title pretty soon. Well, that's that's something new and fresh and different that they've never yeah. done down there before. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I mean, they haven't done that since uh, October. Pretty sweet. Oh, <laughs> I also, I was told that the fucking finals of this whole fucking mess of uh, the championship series ended up being the same fucking match that started all of it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's like, what oh, was and, the point? Oh, hey, and uh, people's lives. Oh, but the thing is, do you know who the number one contender is right now? Who is the number one contender, KB? <laughs> The Funkasaurus himself. All right. It's I, you know at what, least you know something what? different. I, hey, yeah. At least something different. I always thought that guy had way more potential to do way more than what the fuck they used him for. So I don't hate that. But Yeah, but the problem was he won that in a 25-minute mini Royal Rumble. Man, it's going to be cool when EC3 finally shows up to NXT. Again. It's going to be neat. Yeah. Um, it's a shame. There's a lot of guys like that who it's kind of a shame that NXT yeah. wasn't what it, you know, it wasn't the environment that we have now. Cause there's a yeah. lot of guys who are very fucking talented who came and went through the WWE developmental system yeah. that, uh, missed out on it. Shocky, did you watch impact? 
I watched a little bit. Oh, uh, <laughs> let's listen to how shameful he sounds. He sounds like <laughs> you sound like you I watched, watched a murder. A there was links. I didn't know what I was doing. It just popped up. Yeah, I mean, I caught a little bit of uh, Lashley and EC3, and then you know Matt Hardy and Eric Young. But like you said, Matt, I and then a little bit of the main event. It's just I just don't care about the Hardys. Yeah. Oh, and, and Lashley got rolled up for a pin. Yeah, and Lashley was like the best thing going last year mm-hmm. in TNA, and then it's it just derailed. Yeah, because that's the worst. Been my whole issue. My whole issue with it has been, you know, because I've heard the shows haven't been terrible. Which they haven't been, from what I was told, from what I heard about the show. I don't see how that's even possible. <laughs> but um, my biggest thing with it is I just can't invest because I don't know where this company is going to be. I don't know when the next time that they're going to have to completely go off the rails and take a big fat dump stinky shit on their supposed to be WrestleMania show of the year and can't even book that because they don't know when their taping schedule is going to be and they're giving away the results of the fucking... I, I can't even go through all the... It got such an obscene thing where it wasn't even funny anymore. Like, right. You know, um, I can't invest in it. You know, and so I thought, okay, new network, new day, new time, new everything... Like, okay, refresh, we got another chance, let's go, let's fucking make this work this time. Yep. If they show up and they're different and it's good, then, hey, maybe I can invest in this and, you know, maybe become a viewer because this is going to be around and keep going. But then they just came out and did the same fucking thing. Mm -hmm. Yep. First 15 minutes, the first five minutes of the show were Dixie Carter talking. That about says it all. And then the four people in the in the tournament that night brawled for fifteen minutes. Ugh. Oh, uh, also, 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 just just to rub it in even more, the the set has changed a little bit. It's now a big video screen mm-hmm. where uh, the entrance is right in the middle, and the entrance plays part of the video, and there is a slanted metal ramp. Down to the ring. Does this sound familiar to anybody? <laughs> Just a bit. Yeah. I did, I did see that the other day, and I was like, hey, that looks pretty familiar. Yeah. Um, which I don't I don't particularly mind that part of it. I, mean, I don't either, but... That's cool. It's, it's, it looked like a decent setup, but... Mm-hmm. It's everything else on that show. Why are we still hanging on to the six-sided ring thing, too? What the fuck? Jeff Jarrett's not even there anymore. Like, who cares? Like, what... I guess they the fuck? think it's something that matters. I think they think that it's... Oh, it matters. It's another fucking reason I don't want to watch the fucking show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it matters. It matters yeah. to me a whole goddamn lot. I think it's the same reason that they keep hanging around with, like, Jeff Hardy and Kurt Angle and the same guys who... Well, they're stars. No, not really. They Clearly were not. stars. <laughs> Clearly not. Not yeah. your fucking shitty-ass company. They would be in the WWE, but... Yeah. They used to be big, but, I mean, Jeff Hardy last wrestled in WWE, what, nearly eight years ago? Ooh, wow. Boy. Think about it. Was it, like, the, the SmackDown after SummerSlam? 08? 09. 09. Okay. Yeah, he was at 20, yeah, he was at WrestleMania 25, which was in 2009. Yeah, so, I mean, it's been going Six. on seven years since he wrestled in WWE. Yeah. I mean that that's a career for a lot of people. And we're still supposed to buy Jeff Hardy as the best this company has when he can't even stay walking because he has to go and jump over like a pit on a motorcycle. What a waste. 
I mean, he's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's had a good career, you know, and you, we've gone back and forth on Jeff Hardy. You know, I can yeah. go on a rant and a diatribe on Jeff Hardy, but I mean, this is a guy that at some point could have headlined a WrestleMania yep. if he would have gotten his shit straight. I mean, and he was the hottest thing in the company yep. and he's just, he's gone. in TNA and it's gone. And he'll come back to WWE. He'll get his pop. You know, he'll get his nostalgia mm-hmm. pop. But um, man, it's like you think at the time that he's been gone between the seven years now and what was it, the three or four years before that when he originally left. So much, yeah, so much. I mean, that man, he. You're talking about someone that could have been a legit all-time great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And Damn then just shame. no. But I mean, at least we're getting that. We got that Matt Hardy World Title reign for a day and a half. Okay. <laughs> An all-time great like this show is. Uh, thanks a ton, guys. We had fun for most of it until the fucking TNA thing had to happen. <laughs> uh, thanks a lot, guys. Been yes, a strong sir. first show of the year. Uh, excited to see how all this stuff plays out um, for everybody out there listening. Please keep spreading the word. Please keep hitting me up. Hit me up on the forum. Hit me up in that thread where you can ask me questions we will do them on the show hit me up at mnc vkg on the twitter machine on the fire breathing twitter machine kb give out your twitter uh i don't do twitter much but it's uh kb wrestling com, which there's an ask kb thing on there i answer pretty much everything in there okay so. and then uh you're of course got your stuff being sold at Amazon and kbwrestlingreviews.com. Sir. Uh, what are you working on right now? Right now, um, just catching up on some other stuff. I'm working on uh, next coming out this month, it'll be the second half of 1998 uh, Nitro and Thunder, in case you really need to be depressed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. Um, and Chucky, thank you for, for joining us. Thank um, you, sir. When you find a new dinosaur in ar- archaeology. You can name it the WWP Asaurus or something. <laughs> Thank you again, my man. Thank you, sir. Thank you for everybody for listening. We will be back soon. Hopefully, I can get my schedule worked out with Progress Wrestling's own body guy, Johnson. He was supposed to be our first guest of 2016, but then a bunch of crazy shit happened. And so we had to convene the, the, the league here, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, and get this stuff straightened out. But, I like the I like the three wise men better. You called us that the other day. Yeah, that'll work too. Um, so that'll be coming soon. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and get his ask, get him nailed down next week, and then we'll put it out for the next episode. Um, we got Ty and the Killer Joy coming up very soon. Uh, talk about Lucha Underground season two. I don't know shit about Lucha Underground, but they're going to educate me. So that'll be a cool episode, and then hopefully we can pull it off. I'm going to try and do like an ultimate battle royal. Uh, call an ultimate battle royal show where i'm going to get as many guests on it all at once and we're going to try and and preview the royal rumble and hopefully <laughs> be a fucking train wreck um so that'll be cool everybody be on the lookout for that stuff hit me up thanks again for listening we'll be back soon
I was a highwayman Along the coach roads I did ride With sword and pistol by my side Many a young maid lost her baubles to my trade Many a soldier shed his lifeblood on my blade The masters hung me in the spring of 25 But I am still alive I was a sailor I was born upon the tide With the sea I did abide I sailed a schooner around the Horn of Mexico I went aloft to furl the mainsail in a blow And when the yards broke off, they said that I got killed But I'm living still I was a dam builder Across the river deep and wide Where steel and water did collide A place called Boulder on the wild Colorado I slipped and fell into the wet concrete below They buried me in that great tomb that knows no sound But I am still around I'll always be around and around and around Fly a starship across the universe divide And when I reach the other side I'll find a place to rest my spirit if I can Perhaps I may become a highwayman again Or I may simply be a single drop of rain I'll be back again 